Hi, this is the Kevin Bass Show. In this podcast, I'm going to be discussing the latest new trends, investigations, discoveries, and controversies in the fields of health, health science, nutrition, fitness, and medicine. I am both endlessly overjoyed by the discovery of new knowledge and incredibly happy to share it with you, but also relentlessly critical of anything that is unlikely to pan out or unlikely to be true or useful. Through this dynamic interplay, I make this podcast one of the most intellectually exciting and vibrant among any in this space, both tremendously respected as well as reviled by other prominent health influencers and popular media icons. I draw upon my extensive network of scientists, influencers, thinkers, and thought leaders to bring to you a distilled version of what I believe is the proper take on the latest new ideas and trends in these fields. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to The Kevin Bash Show. A bit about my background and a disclaimer. I have uh, nearly 20 years either studying medical science or being in a laboratory conducting medical science. Nonetheless, I am only a MD-PhD student. I'm not yet a medical doctor. And even if I was, nothing that I'm discussing here would be medical advice, simply a interpretation of the medical literature by a person who reads voraciously and thinks incessantly about how to think about scientific problems and their practical application to health. Correspondingly, you should only take this as such, and always, if you have an idea that you take from this podcast that you want to apply to your own life, you should always talk to your doctor before doing so, and never construe anything you hear as medical advice. And with that, enjoy the Kevin Bass Show. What's up, gang? This is Kevin. I'm going to talk to you about a post that I made a couple years back called Grains are more nutritious than meat. And I made this post because at the time I was knee deep in the plant-based community. Um, I was a former low carber of almost 10 years, paleo low carb, strongly believed in those ideas. And I discovered by just playing, playing around with some of the nutrient calculators that if you just loaded in whole wheat bagels and then you compared it side by side with just loading in ribeyes, 2,500 calories each, and that's all you ate all day, you'd have far fewer nutrient deficiencies with the bagels than you would with the ribeyes, which I found was extremely interesting because the belief system that I had always had was that um, meat is, is far more nutritious than wheat. Wheat is mostly nutrient poor. Grains are nutrient poor. Uh, plant foods are nutrient poor. Meat is nutrient rich. This is, what, this is the beliefs that I had coming from the paleo community. Uh, which are not at all accurate. But I didn't know that at the time, and these were still longstanding old beliefs that I had had coming from that perspective. <clears throat> so I discovered this in Chronometer. I was part of the plant-based community, and then I wanted to troll the paleo low-carb people. That was the kind of game that I was playing back in those days. Uh, I will say that I still think most of this stuff is correct. I'm still, by the way, mostly a plant-based eater. I'm not at all a part of the plant-based community anymore because for the same reasons I can't be a part of the paleo and low-carb communities because there's just too many orthodoxies that are unrelated to science 
in the plant-based communities. And, and similarly, why I'm having troubles more and more now with the re resistance training communities, powerlifting, bodybuilding, for the same kinds of reasons, because um, there are strongly held beliefs that are not necessarily grounded in science. And, and, and that's probably the case for most online communities. Most online communities probably end up adopting very strongly certain central core beliefs um, that are not necessarily strongly based in science. And I think that's probably the case for most online communities. Um, and, and they're very resistant to challenging or thinking about those because they're very central to the belief system. So I'm not a part of the plant-based community anymore. So I'm very detached from that now. And, and so I'm going to go talk to you guys about this post. I'm basically just going to read it. And then I'm going to comment on it as, as I read through it, you know, kind of a, what I've been doing with a lot of these posts recently, I've just been going through a lot of my old content. And then uh, as I do that, elaborating, giving new thoughts, commenting, et cetera. Uh, because what I thought then isn't necessarily exactly what I think now, although I think there's, it's 99% similar. I will say this, the most common criticism, apart from saying, the, were these wheat bagels fortified? They weren't fortified. That's the dumb criticism. It's not a good criticism. But there's a good, there's a decent criticism that kind of makes sense, which is that the plant foods have the, what's called phytates, anti-nutrients that bind up minerals, et cetera. I don't think in, um, in normal human nutrition that these phytates are very particularly relevant for determining nutrient status. I don't think anybody's ever shown that. It's speculative that they could have an impact, but it's never been shown. Um, there's also some data to suggest some, spec more, again, more mechanistic data, similar to the data showing that there, there might be a harm. There's mechanistic data to suggest there might be a benefit to phytates by binding up some nutrients that are not necessarily good to have in high quantities. I don't know if I believe that either. <laughs> I would say that we don't know much and in the context of a Western nutrient rich diet, especially an omnivorous one, these nutrient deficiency problems aren't much of a problem. There's no good evidence that it's much of a problem. Uh, and I think especially if you're eating whole foods, it's not going to be much of a problem, especially being an omnivorous diet with meat. It's not as much of a problem. Now, if you're only eating wheat, maybe, maybe, but, um, the differences between these two diets are, are so overwhelming and phytates only bind a certain very small subset of nutrients that it really wouldn't matter anyway, right? It wouldn't matter for the purpose of my argument, even if the phytates did have a substantial effect. That said, there are, there's one more caveat I want to mention before I dive deep in. The other caveat is uh, with respect to the special nutrients in meat. So zoo nutrients, creatine, carnitine, carnosine, uh, CoQ10, CLA, and there's many, many other uh, nutrients that you can only find in meat that you're not going to find in plants. And I think those may have a substantial health impact. Also, the nutrient profiles in general may be important. So I don't think this is the be-all, end-all, and I don't think that a diet without meat is a good diet. I don't. I eat a little bit of meat every day as an ethical plant-based eater. I eat a little bit of meat every day myself because I don't feel right if I don't have some meat every day. I just don't. I've tried it. I've been vegan multiple times in my life. I just never felt good. So for that reason, I've always had some meat. I always eat some meat these days. So I think there are some useful things that are in meat 
that aren't necessarily in plants. And although I, I can't demonstrate that scientifically, I, or I can demonstrate that scientifically, but I can't demonstrate that they're necessarily essential. I can only demonstrate that they have some health benefits. Not necessarily that they're absolutely necessary for human health, but uh, they may be quite important. With all those caveats out of the way, let's talk about this post. So let's go bring it up. Grains are more nutritious than meat. So let's start. As a former paleo dieter, the idea is that grains are nutrient deficient, meat nutrient rich, and carbohydrates inherently harmful. These ideas were deeply ingrained in my habits of thinking, so much so that my first forays into eating whole grain bread after learning about plant-based diets were marked by an anxiety that lasted for years. Am I eating carbohydrates instead of fat for an ideological reason at the expense of my health? Surely these plant-based writers who are talking about grains being healthy and grains being optimal, surely they can't be right. This has to be nonsense. That was a nagging thought. It wasn't an overwhelming thought, but it was definitely there. Nagging in the back of my mind. Well, certainly the plant-based writers are not right. As I understand now that they could not impartially analyze their way out of a wet paper bag. Still, those days of carb anxiety are long over. As I now understand carbohydrate and fatty acid metabolism to a sufficient degree as to now be inoculated from the paleo, keto, low carb, low fat macronutrient fear mongering. When I say I understand, I mean that I understand how we, little we know and how when the popular nutrition writers inveigh against carbohydrates or fats in the diet, they are, to be generous, reading the scientific literature creatively. But what had lingered was the sense that because grains are nutrient deficient relative to meat, I needed to be especially careful to avoid the nutrient nutritional downsides of wheat bread, of which ate copious quantities. Let's say, for example, the bloggings of the major paleo writers, South Chris Kresser. Quote, with this in mind, what are the most nutrient-dense foods? There are several studies that have attempted to answer this question. In the most comprehensive one, which I'll call the Melot study, researchers looked at seven food groups.
I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please check me out on patreon.com at Kevin and Bass, where you can donate and make this podcast possible. Also check me out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, where you can find my latest thoughts on the latest controversies and findings within health science. Also check me out at The Kevin Bass Show, both on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. I hope this podcast was useful to you. If it was, please leave me a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. See you guys in the next episode.